What up beautiful people and welcome to the very first installment of Growing With Soul. So I am Marisol Moran. Those of you who may have come here from my social media, have probably been following me for a while, um, probably already know who I am, have a pretty good understanding. Um, those of you who are brand new, thank you so much for showing up. This In this first episode, I'm just going to be giving you an introduction of who I am, uh, a bit of my background and my experience, and a little bit of what I do as well. Um, for those of you who may already have a fundamental understanding of that, this is going to be a little bit more of a deep dive. So to begin, for those of you who may not know, I am a certified life coach and I work with men and women to just help cultivate their confidence, cultivate healthy relationships, both with themselves, which is extremely important, and also with other people that are in their lives, whether that be personally or professionally. Um, so in this episode, like I said, I'm going to just get a little bit more of my story and my background. So I started coaching two years ago, actually. And like I mentioned, um, I received my certification early in 2020 before everything happened. <laughs> um, and then I ended up fully launching back in April of that same year. Um, since that time, I have worked with over 20 people uh, building confidence, overcoming limiting beliefs, um, helping them have fewer depressive episodes and, and finding clarity, not only in their life, but also in their career paths as well. Um, when I started coaching, I was really open to working with anyone on anything um, and have uh, seen um, to really found, seem to have really found my groove in, in really building confidence and strengthening interpersonal relationships. So whereas it kind of started off just like, I want to work with everybody on everything, whatever they might need. Um, I've come to really find my groove in, uh, the confidence, self-esteem and communication and relationship building. In terms of my career, that is like way different than what maybe you would expect. Um, so, I started off in a very different sector than what I'm doing now. Um, so through my education, I really set myself up to work in higher ed and to work in nonprofits and NGOs. Uh, to give a little bit of an educational background, um, if you've seen my name on like Instagram, like you'll see like a little bit of alphabet soup behind my name. <laughs> that is because I have been to uh, school a lot. School is my jam. I started off getting a bachelor's um, of arts in English oral literature with a concentration in creative writing and specifically poetry. Um, so I, that was definitely my first love. I still love it so much um, and definitely need to get back into writing because it, it brings me so much joy and I need, I need more of that to create more of that in my life. So after that, I did get a master's in public administration with a concentration in organizational leadership. That is also one of my passions. Nothing pisses me off more than shitty organizational leadership <laughs> and there is a lot out there so I decided to study it um and and I did I spent two years learning about public admin and organizational leadership and then I also have a master's of science in communications with a concentration in journalism innovation um and do I use all of that all the time, no, not as much as I thought I was going to, though it is interesting to see how it does end up relating to the coaching that I do and could potentially also end up doing. I have helped certain clients in their careers as managers and learning how to manage more effectively. 
Which, when I had one of those clients come up to me and start talking to me about that, I was like, yes, let's fucking do this. Like, I love being able to help people make their lives better. That's why I'm in this. Um, And we spend the majority of our lives at work. And when you have a manager that is subpar for whatever reason, you make your life hell. So when I got to speak to a manager about being a better manager, I was like, yes, let's make people's lives better. Um, So that was a lot of fun. I could definitely do that more. And of course, communications, writing, all that journalism. I don't use that as much, but I love it so much. So it was amazing to be able to study that. So with that being said, uh, as you can tell, I've definitely hopped around a bit in my career. Um, And one of the things that really drove me to study so many things and to go to these different sectors um, was to really find what best fit me. That's what I was looking for. Um, I was trying to find a job, a company, a sector that fit me. And I was trying to find something that felt truly authentic and fulfilling. And I constantly had a problem of not being fulfilled and not being happy completely with what I was doing until I found life coaching. And even then, I was a bit uh, skeptical about it being for me. But it is. Um, I discovered through life coaching and just giving it a shot that I wholeheartedly prefer and I thrive when I'm working for myself. And like I said, I was very skeptical because it's scary. And it's also something I talk to a lot of like my colleagues about as well as clients that it's scary to go out on your own and to take this leap and kind of just take it on day by day, not really knowing what the outcome is going to be. And as much as I've been able to work with so many different people, help so many different people, every day kind of feels like a new adventure and kind of like I'm on my own. (laughs) It seems a bit, a bit, uh doomsday is to say like I'm on my own journey to Mount Doom but like not Mount Doom like somewhere nice not Mordor but like that long epic journey part is what I'm talking about you know what I mean um let me know if you catch my drift (laughs) um so that's kind of like what eventually led me to being a life coach um and like I've mentioned it's been so fulfilling and literally like I tell myself often that like if for whatever reason I have to stop coaching, which hopefully I never have to stop coaching because it's been amazing. But even then, like the lives that I've been able to impact and the people I've been able to work with have been so amazing. And and literally having a client tell me, since working with you, I've had fewer depressive episodes. Like that fucking made my life, like life goal reached at that point, you know? But of course, there's so many more other people out there Um, who could benefit from coaching and I would love to speak to all of them and hopefully have some sort of positive impact there and help people create fulfilling and thriving lives. That's what it's all about. So to get a little bit more deep into me and myself and my story, of course, like many of you, like many of the people that I've worked with, we're not silos. We're not just like, oh, this is like my professional stuff and like this is my personal stuff and they don't impact each other. We're fully one system and as much as my educational and professional background has had an impact in what I do as a life coach, so it does and so has had like my personal 
stuff. I've been through my own BS. I have my own trauma, my own trauma responses and triggers that I deal with constantly. And again, if you follow me on Instagram, then you like definitely have heard of me talk about this. I've maybe, it was maybe a year ago now. I even like posted a video of me dealing with a depressive episode. No, it was back in February. Yeah, so it was even this year. I had a pretty like significant depressive episode happen in February and I didn't hide it. I talked to you guys about it. I was just like, I feel shitty. If any, maybe, maybe I can play the clip. Maybe I can insert the clip here. So I had a mini depressive episode today. I told myself, I'd let myself take a depression nap for 40 minutes. I slept for an hour and a half. Still feel weird, a little shitty, but better. And I'm sticking to my nutrition and having my protein shake. I'm gonna call that a win. So yeah, I, I, I don't hide it. I don't hide that I also experience these negative and dark times. I'm very grateful to say that my depressive episodes have nearly diminished. I, I think February might have been like the last time I had one. But let, let's get <laughs> let's get into it, guys, because clearly I'm just like rambling off at this point. Um, but regarding my own personal um, experiences with personal growth and development, um, there have been about like two times in my life where I've had to really build and cultivate my self-confidence. So most of my life, um, definitely like in my teens, late teens, mid 20s. Um, I was really focused on building my self-esteem in regards to my physical appearance. Like, like I feel like many of us who grew up in the early 2000s, we all thought we were fat when we weren't because the beauty standard was to be stick skinny. And then I kind of had this like interesting double beauty standard. I am Latina, I'm Mexicana. And in the Latino community, obviously like being curvy is beautiful and has always been that way. That's part of the beauty standard. But as a kid, as a teenager, like I did not have that body type. I still don't have that body type. But like I definitely was like a little bit of a chubby kid, you know? I was a child. But growing up in the early 2000s, I wasn't skinny, but I also wasn't like curvy. I was just there. <laughs> um, so I didn't really fit any beauty standard that was being told to me. So that really impacted my self-esteem along with, of course, having like frizzy big hair and all that stuff. So I was really focusing on, especially in like my early to mid twenties, building my confidence around my physical appearance. And then in my late twenties to really to today, building my confidence and my self-esteem has been much more centered on liking and loving myself as a person so no longer focused on the physical but fo focused more on my character on my personality different traits and even accepting whatever flaws that i may be aware of because of course we all have blind spots but for the things that i am aware of really building confidence even around those things and learning to accept certain things about myself um so one of those things in that um, has come up in conversation recently is definitely my introversion and how I'm a quiet person and I'm not like the most gregarious social individual and at times <laughs> when we are like this as people that can definitely lead to like awkward social situations and it's just accepting that accepting that's part of who I am and I've been this way literally my entire life. 
it doesn't hurt me. It doesn't take away from experiences that I have anymore. It used to, but now if I really want to do something, I don't really care what people are going to think for the most part. So I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, I also recognize and accept that I have a social battery that uh, diminishes more quickly than other people's. So if I want to leave early from something, then I definitely will. Um, whereas before there would have been maybe some more um, internalized judgment going on for not being gregarious and social, that social butterfly that people had told me to be um, for most of my life. So there's that. Also, in addition to my background in terms of what I've experienced, um, again, if you follow me on Instagram or even TikTok, then you're kind of familiar with my story. So I was in an emotionally abusive relationship. Um, whether or not this person was a narcissist, I know that term loves to get thrown around a lot, especially on the internet. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he was ever diagnosed with it. Who knows? At the end of the day, the only thing that really matters, again, if you've experienced this or you're experiencing this now, it doesn't matter if this person has some sort of label or terminology. What matters is how that person is treating you. And this person did not treat me well at all. Um, so part of the outcome of being in this type of relationship was a destroyed sense of self. I had a very strong negative self-image as well as depression and CPTSD, which is complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, and that happens as a result of consistent exposure to say maybe like smaller traumatic events, such as emotional abuse. So during that relationship, and sometimes even to this day, um, I felt like a shitty person, um, which is, is crazy to think about now that I've been removed from it for some time. Um, but even now, especially when I'm in a little bit of a lower place in terms of my mood, my emotional state, I sometimes feel like, oh, I'm just a horrible person. I'm just a shitty person. And that's a story that was created during that relationship that has become so ingrained in my head, in my self image that it takes even to this day, constant work to overcome it and to reinforce the fact that like, no, I'm actually a good person. Like that, that's it. Like I'm a good person. Do I make mistakes? Yeah. A lot of good people make mistakes though. Every good person makes mistakes. We're human. Um, so that's one aspect of that. Um, but to go back to that relationship and that time in my life, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was experiencing like a low level chronic form of depression. Um, and part of that might even be just like, since you're still in, in that situation, you're kind of like in survival mode. Um, so you don't really allow yourself to experience the full weight of what you're, what you're actually going through. So all of it really came to a head once the relationship was over. That's when the depression like went full clip, just couldn't get out of bed, had no will to get out. I had to, I remember being in bed and knowing like like I know I knew that I needed to get out of bed get to work take a shower um eat maybe get a workout in like I knew I needed to do those things but I had to literally hype myself up just to go take a shower and it's not because I wanted to be a cochina and like not shower you know like I I just I had no will to I didn't want to. And I remember having to be like, feeling like taking a shower was the biggest task and ordeal that I needed to get done. And I would have to break it down and like, all I need to do is just stand up. Just stand up and then deal with the next thing after you stand up. All right, I'm standing up. Now I just need to go get a towel. 
just grab a towel. Just like, once you have the towel in your hand, you can make the next decision, but just go get a towel. And like breaking it down piece by piece until I was finally in the shower. And it's like, well, now I'm here, I might as well finish taking this shower. So yeah, depression went all in once the relationship was actually over. Um, so in terms of like my bad days and how I feel about myself and my depression, like I mentioned, I'm getting farther apart. Um, and like I also said, I do share those moments with you guys on TikTok and on Instagram. I think it's only fair that even as I come to you in this position as a life coach, that you also get to see where I come from and what I deal with and have dealt with because I'm still learning, I'm still growing, I'm also still putting myself in new situations and seeing like, oh, I thought I completely healed this, but there's still something there. And that's also something that I've seen people experience, whether I'm witnessing it uh, online or directly speaking to someone, say like a client, and, and they're experiencing that as well. So it's great to, to let you all know that I'm on the same boat sometimes too. With that being said though, I do really want to highlight that transformation and healing are always at our fingertips. Like it's always there. Yeah, it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of work. But the same way that I often feel like my depression is just there lingering in the background of my mind, just being opportunistically like waiting to pounce, healing and transformation are also, are also there waiting and waiting to, to happen and to begin and to flourish. It just takes one, definitely a choice and two, a lot of energy and consistency. So as you can probably tell, just in how I'm talking about this personally with my own journey, I have come a long way. Um, really just in the last few years, I've really been able to turn my own mental health and my own mood around. Um, again, if you follow me online, you know that I am obsessed with my dog. Um, and he is definitely my emotional support animal and has helped me so, so much. And quite frankly, when he's not around, I notice like, oh, he really does impact my mood in, in a positive way all the time. So he does help a lot. So I'm going to be very transparent with that too. Like I've come a long way. And also without my little pupper around, I would feel much more dark in my mood without him. But still, I've come a long way. I'm I'm happy to to do my basic hygiene, if not more so, and have like a skincare routine and all that now. Um as well as being able to push myself to do more, achieve more and uh expect more of myself in every area of life, which would have been nearly impossible just two, three years ago. And if I'm capable of doing something like this, like this, I know damn well that all of you are capable of it too. With all that, I definitely want to say thank you all for listening. This was a quick first episode. Just introduce myself to all of you. Um, if you like this episode, like what I'm about and what I'm going to be talking about, because I'll be talking about all of these topics much more in depth in later episodes to come. Um, definitely share this with, you know, your friends, your family, anybody you think who might be interested in learning a little bit more. You can also find me on Instagram and on TikTok at yourcoachmari, also through my website, marisolmoran.com. 
And of course, there'll be another episode tomorrow as well. I'm going to be doing episodes daily, daily episodes. So definitely follow along. Uh, follow me online as well. If you have any questions regarding anything, feel free to reach out to me via contact plus sign podcast at marisolmoran.com. Of course, I'm going to be putting all this in the show notes as well, which you can find on my website. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.